Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like MyBookie. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use MyBookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance to hit payday. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag and on your first deposit, use promo code TSUS to grab a deposit match up to $1,000. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Plus 38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs. You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with my bookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Admittedly, we are at a point that I never expected South Carolina to be at in year three of the Shane Beamer era. A point in which fans are realistically questioning the future of Gamecocks football under the leadership of of head coach Shane Beamer. You go back to the summer, guys. I remember going on different shows and and talking with different people, and I was asked about the, you know, the overall fan morale and the mood of the fan base. And, you know, I'm someone, every time I do a team opponent preview, SEC team preview, I like to check in, like, what's, what's the temperature of this fan base? How are they feeling about their head coach and where they are as a program? I think it's... You know, it's 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 really fun to get a gauge on where these coaches and these programs are. And so when you asked me over the summer, I felt as if Shane Beamer was somewhat untouchable. After the way that year two ended with back-to-back top 10 wins over Tennessee and Clemson, even with the bowl game against Notre Dame happening, the end of the season success in year two, coupled with the decision to finally let go of Marcus Satterfield, the offensive coordinator, coupling that with the successes on the recruiting trail, right? Nicholas Harbor committing back in February, Dylan Stewart committing before the season. The approval rating of Shane Beamer was as high, in my opinion, as any coach in college football. And what we've seen this season in Columbia, the turn that we've seen, the shift, the temperature shift, and the mood swing regarding Beamer Ball in Columbia has been, dare I say, surprising. And it started after that Tennessee game. And I think what happened, obviously, guys, in year two, college football fans don't like to go backwards. Nobody wants to hear that, well, you know, success isn't linear. Nobody wants to hear, well, you could win less games, but be a better team. That math doesn't math for college football fans. And so getting back to eight wins was the expectation. 
Exceeding eight wins was the goal. Getting to nine and three, God forbid, maybe even 10 and two. And after that Tennessee game this season, the reality very, very quickly set in that that was not going to be the case. This was certainly not going to be a nine or 10 win team. And most likely, not even an eight win team. The Florida game only reinforced that, and the Missouri game only confirmed that. So we now sit at a very interesting place in year three of Shane Beamer. Because on one hand, he has built up so much goodwill. Taking over a program that, by the way, let's give credit where credit's due. This program was in disarray completely when Shane Beamer was hired. You talk about a broken culture. You talk about a program that had been just through the mud, six total wins in 2019 and 2020, the two seasons before he took over. And the early success, guys, in year one and year two, it's been nothing short of astonishing. And when the times have been good, it's Shane Beamer's infectious personality and and, and his electricity at the press conferences and his on-field antics that Gamecock fans love and cling to. Fanatics of South Carolina football see themselves in Shane Beamer, in his antics, in the way that he operates. But unfortunately, as we have seen this season, it's those same things that when you don't succeed, when you're not winning, when things aren't going well, it's those same things that are used against you. He spouts off nonsense in press conferences. His sideline antics, especially when South Carolina is down big in the game. How many times has Shane Beamer been turned into a meme, guys, when the Gamecocks are down 20 or, God forbid, more points? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And so, you know, we sit here seven games in a year three. And what this season has reminded me, guys, it's been a very humbling reminder. I mentioned this after the Tennessee game. But it's been a very humbling reminder that it doesn't matter how much goodwill you've built up off the field. It doesn't matter what games you won last season. It doesn't matter how great your culture is or how much you love your brother. 
all that matters is wins and losses. And I think what you're seeing is that this is a program and a fan base that wants so desperately to get away from and remove itself from the Will Muschamp era, the dark days of Will Muschamp. And I think the reason the chatter is so loud, if if South Carolina was just simply being out-talented on a week-in, week-out basis or losing close games or, you know, it was just a tough season, right? I don't know that the chatter is quite as loud. I think one of the reasons, though, that it's at the volume it's at is because it's very Will Muschampish. Like, a, a lot of what we're seeing, it is very similar to 2019. Dare I even say 2020. I was asked yesterday to rate on a scale of 1 to 10 my confidence level in Shane Beamer still being the guy at South Carolina. 10 being give him a lifetime contract, 1 being he should be fired. And I encourage you guys in the comments below to do the same, 1 through 10, your feelings on Shane Beamer. I set a 7. And I'm here to say today, I am still confident in Shane Beamer as the leader of South Carolina football. There's been a lot of chatter and a lot of conversation. Let me also say this, by the way. I am not just saying that for, you know, there's some people out there that think, okay, TSUS, Chris is just going to say that because of business purposes, because of, you know, he's got this merchandise to sell and this and that. Guys, I can sell merchandise that promotes the head coach. I can sell merchandise that calls for the head coach's firing. I've done it before. So I don't let those things sway my ability to think freely as a human being. But I sit here today truly and still believe that Shane Beamer is 110% the guy for South Carolina football. He's the guy until he isn't. And while I understand we live in this microwave culture, right? We don't live in a in a steak culture, grilling culture, right? Where it takes time to grill a steak. It takes time to prepare food on the grill. Microwave, want it done now. 15 seconds, 30 seconds. Heat it up. I want it now. We live in a microwave culture. That's especially the case with coaching where, you know, if you're not winning by year three and winning big, get out. Get the next guy in there. I said it from the jump, the day Shane Beamer was hired. Hey, you're rolling the dice with a guy who's never been a head coach. There's going to be growing pains, not just on the field, but off the field as well. I still say to this day, guys, and we need to see, and I will say I'll give credit to Shane Beamer, because since the Florida game, you might notice, right, when Shane Beamer's asked a question, he's making it a point of emphasis to say, Well, it's on the coaches. It's on me as the head coach. It's on me. It's my responsibility. He's no longer talking about players. He's learning very quickly to bite his tongue. His evolution with the media is something I've talked about a lot, that how does his relationship with the media change? Is he going to continue to be the guy with the chip on his shoulder and and snarky and and, kind of got an attitude and you know, is is jubilant and excited and act like, acts like he won the Super Bowl when Carolina wins, but 
you know, is a bit of a sore loser when things don't go his way. How does that, does he continue to mature and evolve in that regard? Also, of course, on the field, the evolution of this football team, this roster, this coaching staff, okay? The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code Spurs Up for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code Spurs Up, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, Create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P or S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. But I thought when South Carolina hired Shane, people was, hey, lock in for five years, guys. You get nowhere firing a coach after three seasons that, you know, this is a blank canvas. It's not like Will Muschamp where – the guy's already failed at another SEC school, and that school is much easier to win at than South Carolina, that being the University of Florida. With all that being said, I still believe right now today, on this October the 24th, 2023, that Shane Beamer's the guy for South Carolina football. Does that mean... There aren't some troubling things taking place in year three of his tenure. No, it does not. Quite the contrary, guys. Because I think what we're seeing on the field right now, what is so troubling, I think what we're seeing on the field right now this season is a reflection of the failures that took place over the offseason in regards to transfer portal and building a roster. 
South Carolina was gutted by the portal at the end of last season with Marshawn Lloyd, Jaheim Bell, Gilbert Edmond, Jordan Birch, all these guys hitting the portal. Of course, you lost others on the defensive side like Zach Pickens, Cam Smith, Debrius Rush to the NFL draft. And I was labeled as, as negative or toxic or doom and gloom for calling South Carolina a loser in the transfer portal this offseason and saying that roster turnover was going to be a problem for them. Because, guys, let's face it. Outside of Trey Knox at the tight end position, and I think now we can say Mario Anderson at running back, who did you pick up in the portal to replace the production and the SEC caliber talent that you lost? Well, the answer is nobody, guys. And especially at the most important positions, that being offensive line and defensive line. You went to the likes of Yale, Mercer, Charlotte, Western Illinois. And it just so happens that your offensive line looks like an FCS offensive line going against SEC competition. On the defensive front, specifically the edge position, and linebacker, because you lost six of eight in regards to snap, snap count, excuse me, from your front seven, who did you pick up that was an instant impact guy, which is what you needed desperately? Jatias Gear from Syracuse was a nice signing at the time, but he can't stay healthy and make an impact. Drew Tuizama from UAB joined the team a week before the season started. He has been a non-factor. Then you got Jerron Willis at linebacker, who I don't even think he's played the old Miss transfer. Even Grayson Pup Howard is a true freshman. He hasn't made much of an impact. And then in the secondary, you picked up no one. Just hoping that your lack of depth wouldn't be exposed at some point. And with all due respect to Mario Anderson, going back to the offensive side, you couldn't pick up a single Power 5 player to help solve your woes at that position. Lack of success in the transfer portal is a red flag and something that has to be corrected. You then go to personnel, player personnel decisions. Another red flag. Why did it take so long to realize that DeCabrion Joyner wasn't the answer at running back. How did a coaching staff go through an entire preseason and they couldn't tell that Mario Anderson was better, worlds better, than DeCabrion Joyner? How is that possible? How is it possible that Dontavious Braswell, a four-star true freshman, isn't ready to play in any capacity. Nobody's saying he should be the starting running back, but isn't ready to play in any capacity. How is it that South Carolina brings in a guy like Nicholas Harbor, who has seen increased reps of late? And I understand, guys, drinking water out of a fire hose. I kept very realistic expectations in the preseason. Hey, he's not going to make much of an impact until midseason. But how is it this coaching staff couldn't find a way to get him even slightly more involved early in the season? And on the defensive side, I mean, where do you start with the malpractice? Year three of your defensive coordinator. You can't stop the run. You can't stop the pass. You can't, you can't do anything. You can't get them off the field on third day. You can't do anything. 
One of the other troubling signs, when Shane Beamer was hired, we thought to ourselves, okay, we're hiring an unproven guy, but he's going to go out and get elite assistance. Guys, I think Dabble Loggins, the argument's still there whether that's going to be a success or not. Earlier in the season, I was much more convinced. But, I mean, it's been a mixed bag just as much as anything else. We don't know. We don't know for sure. Can Dabble Loggins be a successful OC when he doesn't have Spencer Rattler bailing out the offense anymore? We have no idea. And it's very obvious and apparent that Clayton White is a dud. The only superstar assistant on this staff is Pete Limbo, the special teams coach. And guys, as much as we love Beamer Ball, you got to find a way to win games conventionally with your offense and your defense. Special teams isn't going to be there on a yearly basis to bail you out. Most teams scoff at the thought of special teams. Also, the injury side of things. Very must champish type of feel. What's going on behind the scenes, guys? Is it sheer bad luck? Is it the chicken curse? Or is there something to it? Is there something to Luke Day and the strength staff not doing something to have this team in, in peak shape or keep them healthy? I, I don't know, guys. I don't know. So it's a culmination of things that have gotten us to this point. And more than likely, South Carolina is headed for an abysmal season, right? This weekend doesn't look too promising. You've got four straight home games to close it out, but I'll be stunned if South Carolina goes 4-0, guys. I'll just call it for what it is. So, and whether you go 5-7, and seven, you go 6-6, six and six, whatever it is, the bottom line is this. Year three of the Shane Beamer tenure has been a colossal failure. The question is, is this just going to be a small bump in the road, a minor step back? Or does this turn into a trend? Do we see South Carolina struggle in the transfer portal for a second consecutive offseason? Something Shane Beamer cannot afford, guys. He, he cannot. They have got to go out in the portal and get some instant impact talent, especially at the line of scrimmage. And really across the board, but they've got to have a successful portal haul. Does recruiting continue to stay hot, have momentum? I don't think many of us are worried about the high school recruiting, but you win in the transfer portal now. If you can't win in the portal, and your roster turnover is such where you're getting worse as a football team year after year, you don't stand a chance. And then coaching staff decisions. I think most agree Clayton White needs to go. Monterio Hardesty, the running back coach, needs to go. If Lonnie Teasley wasn't recruiting so well, I'd say his ass should be gone too. Luke Day. When you're having a season like you're having this season, everything should be reevaluated. So as we sit here, closing out the month of October, year three of the Shane Beamer era, South Carolina two and five, one and four in SEC play. 
I still believe Shane Beamer's the guy at South Carolina. I still believe that Shane Beamer can be the answer for Gamecocks football. His most important offseason is upcoming. And making the right decisions and having victories in the transfer portal, in recruiting, in managing a coaching staff, and managing the roster as a whole, it is pivotal. Because while I do believe in Beamer, there is no denying the seat is warm. The pressure is turning up. The temperature is rising. Because as this season has taught us, and a very humbling reminder, it doesn't matter how much you love your brother. SEC fans love winning more than anything. And no coach, not even Shane Beamer, is immune to the effects that losing inevitably causes. 